The Blaze Radio Network. On demand. Why is this so important? Why did you pick this story? Why does this matter? This is the news. And why, 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 and why it matters. Hi, I'm Sarah Gonzalez. Welcome to the Arctic Tundra, also known as the set where we film the news and why it matters. You know, Sarah, none of us are cold. Are you? I'm are you? I'm you're even wearing fine. We're all a million layers. Oh, did we dress you? I'm sorry. Did I? Yeah. Did, no. we, did we forbid you to, wear, to wear. wear a nice sweater set with your Whoa. curls? <laughs> Whoa. I can't wear a pantsuit. I can't pull it off like Hillary Clinton. I'm sorry. Okay. That That's is a, a badge That's of true. honor. That's That's true. True. That was a badge of honor. Okay. Your top story. Okay. So top story for me is the left eating their own and this whole banishment into the wilderness thing is out of control just out of control one of the single strangest articles ever written uh starring kellyanne conway wow Mm. i want to talk about the racist racism of this racist uh administration Good. I was hoping someone would finally yeah, say it. Have to. Yeah, so have thank to. you. And on the heels of his racist racism of this administration, uh, denaturalization. Mm. Oh. That's part of the racist racism. Is it? Yes. Okay, I think we can team up mm-hmm. on this. Okay. Great. All right, so the left eating their own. All right, so um, the Queer Eye for the. Uh, um, uh, yeah, Queer Eye. It's just yeah. called Queer Eye now. Used to be Queer Eye for the Straight Guy. Yeah. yeah. Now it's just Queer it's Eye. It's more inclusive this way. Um, it, it actually. They, they actually have tried. It to could be, be Queer Eye for the Queer Guy now. Okay, right? stop it. Could it? No. Or no? Stop. Okay. It could also be. Okay, so Queer Eye uh, is. They have intentionally gone to the center of the country, and th- what they're trying to do is just understand each other okay the conversations in them I, i've watched the first episode and uh, you know i've seen pe- bits and pieces of several of them um, they're good it's not my cup of tea but it's it is trying to do the right thing one of the guys um on queer eye a few weeks ago got into a whole bunch of trouble because he went to the white house and met with mike pence and Everybody, you're, you are, you know, horrible, and how could you possibly do that? He's like, guys, don't we want to talk to people? Don't we want to have a place at the table? So now, uh, one of them, in fact, let me give you the tweets here. Here's the first one. One of them said, luckily a lot, uh, luckily a lot to extreme right people won yesterday, meaning that if we can come up with center-left candidates, we can take back the House and the Senate, not to mention many state legislatures. It's so important for the left not to go too far left or we're done. He's slaughtered online. Okay? How dare you? Then he (laughs) says... Wait, hold on. Look who he's responding to in this one. LGBT mayo? <laughs> no, they've, they make delicious gay mayonnaise? I had no idea. Yeah, that's where they live. Yeah, okay, a little sorry. spicy. Okay, so, so here's the next one. Um, he says, Not all Republicans are racist. Thank you for that. Just like not all Democrats are evil. We have to stop demonizing each other. Unless you're actually uh, a racist, then you suck. Now he makes this bold statement Trump is a racist. Here's where he got in trouble. Not all his voters are necessarily. We have to remember we're all in this together. That bastard. He's getting slaughtered. Not for calling Trump a racist, which you don't, I don't know if you guys know this, but I learned this. Uh, You don't ever, 
ever want to call a sitting president a racist or question that that for you? Never. Don't well. ever do it. You it's act absolutely. Like you have personal experience. No, with this. I have none. But it's an absolute no-go zone. It is the third rail. It's death. Don't do it. He's not getting in trouble for that. He's getting in trouble because he's making the comment. Not half of the country <laughs> is necessarily a racist. <laughs> then the left, I'm, then the last one is, I'm not left punching. I'm just born and raised in Trump country, and I know what it takes to calm that type of person, and it's not this. Hasn't that the whole point of the left when it comes to uh, people being discriminatory? Said, hey, you make blanket statements about black people, about gays, about these groups. And we know that people are not just forced into a group based on their race or whatever. Isn't that kind of a blanket statement? I don't know. I'm being distracted. Oh, by that is so funny, so, so funny, Stu. I just will. Now that we're past the graphic, I will not be pointing out who he was replying to that time. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Can we go back? No, 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 need, no need. Don't go no. back. I just heard it in my ear. Do not go back. All right. Moving okay. forward. All right. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. So, okay. Oh, so God. here's the thing. It's, it's the eighth grade. I'm the, sorry. I did not realize. The, the left was co-opted by the Democrats. The Democrats, this is exactly what I got in trouble for saying, that they are siding with revolutionaries and people who are out of control, and they're being co-opted. The Democrats think, oh, we'll be able to control them. We'll use them as fuel. And if you remember, I used to say all the time, no, 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 guys, you've opened the door. They're going to control you, and they're going to eat you. They may be, oh, yes, we love you now, but at some point, they're going to say, I'm going to take them out. That is this time. Yeah, I don't know what uh, happened, because I think th there's, a, there's a tough thing that you do. when I mean, Here's a person who's obviously a Democrat, wants Democrats to win, and takes the moment to say, hey, you know what? The other side is not awful. Like, I still really like my side. The biggest example of their side is awful. But some of the people on their side is not awful. Even that is not acceptable anymore. Like, that used to be, I think, something that gave you credibility, right? If you said, okay, look, you know, I'm, I'm an honest arbiter here. Or, 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 you know, I'm, I'm looking at this from both sides, and, you know, I, it gives you credibility. I think it's... It seems now to not even help. No, I think it still does, but it doesn't help the mobs. It doesn't help the mobs. And, the, mobs and, and, are, the mobs are not the American people. This is why you don't judge life by Twitter. You really no. can't. I mean, because... You know, yeah, he's getting beat up online by Twitter, but I mean, here we are talking about him positively. These are people, he's you know, a group of people that probably wouldn't normally be reached. I know Glenn apparently watches the show all the time, but everybody else uh, here. Do you have is, a problem with that? I do not. I do not. I just said, <laughs> yes, I think you do. Well, that's, I think you do. My gosh, what a bigot. You got a point. If you can't, um, you know, trust LGBT Mayo. They have an honest, con honest conversation. What can you? Right, that's what I'm saying. Right. Somebody to I be mean, I gotta go back discussion. to Hellman's. Right? right? I mean, I think you yeah. all have to agree. I, you gotta go back to Hellman's. Part of my frustration with this, too, <laughs> even with him calling the president racist, is again, they have this broad term for racist. It was the hashtag me too thing. You over, you told the dirty joke at work, you were the same one, the same as somebody who gang raped somebody. Mm -hmm. The same thing, you say racist because you make a joke about race or you're being satirical. You're the same as somebody that's out lynching black people. Right. So, but think of this, think of this. They have made it acceptable in their community to make the blanket statement that Donald Trump, the president of the United States, is racist. They've decided it. 50% of the country has decided he's a racist, period. Okay, that's quite a leap. Now the second part. The second part is absolute racism. It, by definition, yes. everybody in this group is this. That 
what else is it if it's yeah. not racism? It's yeah, I and twenty percent prejudice for sure. Right, and twenty percent of the people who voted for Donald Trump were Democrats. Tell the story about the woman in uh, the Democrat in Detroit, who oh. said, "And excuse me for using this language, don't vote for the Ching Chong." Yeah, she's an Asian American opponent, and apparently thought that was a good uh, thing to tell voters outside. Uh, mm. To another white woman. Uh, no, she's oh, black. She's oh, a black Democrat. <laughs> oh, a Democrat. Oh, yeah. okay. it's uh, it's actually yeah, mm. racism. Um, it's possible from from uh, every color. You know, this goes. It's the same thing with birtherism. Remember, they used to say oh, the racist uh, theory of birtherism. Well, uh, there are more people who believed in the birther conspiracy that were not Republicans than there were Republicans. Uh, it's like, so wait, are, who are you calling racist? Democrats? Independents? I mean, it, like, they're, it, these lines are so ridiculous. And we all know this. We all know when we have conversations with people that, you know, we're actually in contact with, that they're not these, like, you know, bright line, in a box type of people. Everybody's so, different. Did you guys see Brian Williams last night and his piece on the dog? On the dog. Okay, was he being serious? I, I, yeah, I think so. I think so. His point was they couldn't find internet pictures of Donald Trump and dogs. So and, and because he, must he hate called, dogs. Because of, um, no, because he calls people, first he's racist Dog. for calling people dogs. Mm-hmm. But Not then people. when that doesn't really He's anti dog. He's anti dog. <laughs> they actually had a guest on and they talked anti dogness of this president. And he was describing how. He's uh, the first president. I guess Iv- Ivanka? No, yeah. Ivana. Uh, brought in a poodle into the relationship when he got married to her, and the poodle didn't like him. I don't know how this guy knows that. But he goes on to describe all dictators uh, hate animals, and that's uh, indicative <laughs> of Adolf Hitler. Dogs. Adolf Hitler called the Jews rats. So that's just like Donald Trump. But Hitler loved He actually dogs. compared him yeah, he loved to dogs Hitler... And Hitler's use of rats uh, to compare Jews to. So he said Trump is anti-dog. Did he go so far as to say he's pro-cat, though? He did not say that. No. Okay, okay. That would have been beyond the big have my vote. They said we have, and this, this guy, either it was deadpan sarcasm, or they really that? were going there. Where I think they like, went there. Yep. They were saying, you know, this is the first president in the 20, mm. 20th and 21st century. Not to have a dog. Not have a dog in the White House. Are you uh, out of your mind? And this is the problem with, with the media in general. I mean, like, you look at the, the other one they've been talking about is he only calls black people dumb. That was one of the big things, because he keeps saying that, you know, people are... God, I'm not racist anymore. I'm black. <laughs> yeah, no, I know. And that, that's... You were called. You were on the list. Uh, and that's what's ridiculous. Many more white to people be, were on the list. Right, to believe this theory, you have to believe that Donald Trump, between 20 and... 15 and 2017, thought almost exclusively that white people were dumb. And then sometime after he got elected, switched over and now believes only black people are dumb. So because I think it's 10 of the last 14 people he's called dumb. Uh, God, why do I know these things? Uh, it w- were black. Of course, of the 10, nine of the 10 times he did it was either Maxine Waters or Don Lemon. So the president thinks Maxine Waters and Don Lemon are dumb. You are not a racist for thinking two individual black people are dumb. No, that you is know not, what makes you a racist? Especially when 59 people group. the it's, other way. It's, it's you lumping in all black people. Yeah. Why are you making and that assumption that they're all dumb? That's like not what he said. This is a good time to, I want to get to your top story, but this sure. is a good time to talk about the racist racism of this administration. Oh, man. Yeah. Right? He, yes. Thank um, you. Yeah. Oh, you're Please welcome. Thank 
Thank you. Please tell me this is about John Brennan. No, this is not about John Brennan. This is about the racist racism of this president and the fact that there are no blacks in this White House. Um, As it was pointed out on uh, CNN uh, last night. Do we have that clip? You know, in the context we're talking about here, all this discussion about Omarosa and whether there's an N-word tape and Kellyanne Conway not being able to say the last name of the one African-American she could label who worked with her in the White House, it would seem a simple question. How many black staffers work in the White House? Yeah. Um, oh, my she God. She couldn't even give a rough number. Stop. Does, does that disappoint you? Can does we that stop disappoint you? <laughs> does that disappoint you? How many black staffers work in the White House? Can you guys tell me how many Hispanics we have working here? I have absolutely no idea. No idea. It's an easy number. None, Glenn. <laughs> Zero, right? <laughs> oh. Hello. Hello. <laughs> nice to meet you. Right. I had no idea you were Hispanic. Why it didn't matter to me? I have no idea. So you made a big deal out of it. Uh, it this is it's ridiculous. They can't. It says a lot that they when we asked them how many blacks are working in the White House, they didn't know. Only racists would count. But I love the zero self-awareness of the people at CNN who, uh, as Soledad O'Brien brought up, how many black people do they have in leadership at CNN? Maybe you should ask yourself that. I think we have a we have the extensive list right here. That you, you can see there's the leadership at CNN. Uh, wow. White, 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 white. Wow. Second row, white, 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 white. Third row, white, white. White, but, and I'm not sure, maybe Middle Eastern. But, well, a lot of them are wearing black clothing. They are. Does that count? Th- no, no, it doesn't. Okay. Um, and then the bottom row, white, white, and, oh, white. <laughs> That's so, diversity. Can you, I mean, the serious diversity they, of CNN leadership. Why won't they answer how many why are in the administration of CNN? They didn't even say a number right. of how many right. people in their leadership are black or Hispanic or Asian. I mean... The hypocrisy. It's, it's just so I delicious really, right now. I, I, I'll tell you, it's getting so crazy. Ben and I were talking about this last night. Not sure if I feel better or worse about what's coming. Because it's getting so crazy. I mean, the, the blindness of the media. The, the, he's, he do, hates dogs now. Um, mm-hmm. How many blacks are working? It's getting insane. Mm-hmm. And it's it's. Either going to completely come undone, which I think it will, but if it starts to, can they go to the government and get any kinds of protection at the same time our voices are being silenced? Mm. How about a future investigative piece on this network? What happened to the poodle? Mm. Where is the poodle? Still tied to the (laughs) roof of of Romney's car. (laughs) Back in a minute. Hi, it's Glenn, and I want to thank you so much for listening to the podcast today. I want to tell you about another show I think you're going to like. It's called The Morning Blaze. It's with Doc Thompson. You can check it out right now wherever you get your favorite podcast. This is the news. And why why, why, why it matters. Stu, <laughs> so what's this bizarre story about Kellyanne Conway? So Kellyanne Conway uh, c- contacts somebody at the Washington Post and decides she wants to do like a style piece about her life her relationship and how she's thriving and in the Trump administration because there's all this negative press about people in the Trump administration so she wants to have this 
this, they, they have a profile. They follow her around to her house, and she goes to her house, $7.7 million house, 15,000 square feet. Uh, it looks like a mini Mar-a-Lago. And, you know, this is a, it's a nice little story. Yeah. Turns into something completely different, because I guess Trump was initially uh, connected with Kellyanne Conway through her husband, who at the time liked uh, Trump. Uh, apparently, he's, and he's a, I guess, a conservative guy, but has very much soured on Donald Trump for whatever reason. Um, so Because he's a racist, bigot hater. I, yeah. I guess. So they have, what happened was, uh, the husband, George, started tweeting negative things about Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. Uh, and of course, that's newsworthy because he's married to Kellyanne Conway. He wrote a 3,500-word piece about why the Mueller investigation was completely constitutional. Went very much viral. People oh. on the left have been watching this guy. He's like a, a re- new resistance star, even though he's not a, a you know a liberal. <laughs> um, so anyway, uh, this exchange happens, and it's fascinating on multiple reasons. And there's a lot of things like this in the story. But let me give you this: uh, this is the reporter uh, a conversation. You told me you found George's tweets disrespectful. Kellyanne responds, "It is disrespectful. It's a violation of basic decency. Certainly, if not marital vows." As a person familiar with their relationship, <laughs> reporter, wait, no, we're on the record here. You can't say that after the fact that you're someone familiar. I told you everything about his tweets was off the record. No, that's not true. That never happened. Uh, goes on. Well, people do see it this way. People do see it that way. I don't say I do, but people see it that way. Then the reporter. But I'm saying we never discussed everything about his tweets being off the record. There are certain things you said I put off the record. Kellyanne, fine. I never said what I think about it, and I won't say what I think about it which tells you what i think about it <laughs> so that is a bizarre the story exchange. is littered with so these things man. she is pissed at him mm. and he is pissed at her and there's really negative vibes going out through the entire thing wouldn't so, you though I mean, it really is tough. I mean, it's oh, like, if, yeah, yeah. It, you know, again, yeah. it's you she can, has a right to be pissed. She does. At. It's one thing. It works for the yes. president. Yeah. It, it yeah. is disrespectful. It is. And it's one thing for him it's to problematic. oppose yeah. and really have these feelings. But mm-hmm. to make them public exactly. is really, you know, unless you're like, uh, you know, Mary Matlin, who we love, and James Carville, they're both professionals in that world. Yeah. You know, they yeah. disagree all the time. But this is not, this is, I mean, this is wrong. So I think it's interesting on a, on a few it, to, different. To me, if. If I'm in her position, I'm working for the president of the United States, yeah. and I'm under attack all the time, and the president is under attack all the time, mm-hmm. and my spouse comes out and says that, which puts me right in the line of fire yeah. on all fronts. He's right. your job. Uh, back, really from the tough. side yeah. and from the front. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I have to tell you, to me, it would be such a You betrayal. would go to them and say, look. I need you to stop this, oh, yeah. Yeah. right? Wouldn't you? Oh, I, I, I mean, you've got to believe yeah. that conversation that, has happened oh, yeah. in their house. Like you've got to stop. That doesn't happen with a good relationship. I think no, that's, it's, it's, he's probably right. That's grounds for divorce. It's really rough. So it, it certainly it, makes it difficult when you get home from work and you go, how was your day? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> mm-hmm. So interesting mm-hmm. on a few different steps. The first kind of like the, the, the real housewives of Washington, D.C. view, which is just like an amazing story. It's also, I think, very em- emblematic of, of what's going on in the country. There's so many people in this spot where the relationships, friendships have been so close for so long. And now because of politics, people are kind of being torn mm-hmm. apart. And the last one I just want to leave with. I don't th- hang on just a second. Yeah, yeah. I don't think that's what people want. Oh, I no. I go back to that meeting at Netflix that I had with this woman who, who hated my mm-hmm. guts. She was an executive of Netflix and uh, hated me. I mean, Jagger is coming out of her eyes. Within 20 minutes of just talking and disarming... We were. She was asking me for advice on. I can't talk to my dad anymore. He won't talk to me, yeah. and I want to talk to my dad. But we always end up talking about politics. How can we do it? 
People mm. who are wildly on the other side, they don't want this anymore. They're tired of it. Yeah, and I think that's, it's interesting to see that's kind of a microcosm of what's going on in the country. And people don't want it, but it is happening, I right. think. Um, it's like the queer eye thing. Yeah, they yeah. don't. They're saying what I think average people are saying. Mm-hmm. And can we go back to the first part of this? I want to give one more thing, and this is about the media because we bash the media all the time, rightfully so. They deserve it. But look at this one point real quick. As she's responding, she says it's disrespectful. It's a violation of basic decency, certainly if not marital vows. As a person familiar with the relationship, <laughs> what she's saying there is, don't quote me. Yeah. Say right. it's someone a person familiar with the relationship. Right. The media has to deal with this all the time, and you you have to be very careful. The Trump administration does, but everybody does it. The media gets screwed by this. Mm. They're constantly, when you, when you hear Trump come out and say, that's fake news, where's their source? They're anonymous sources. Almost all the time, there are people you know from television that are saying things just like that. They're saying, and hey, here's this really bad gossip about the administration. Just put it as a, a person familiar with the administration or a senior official. To save her job mm. and if she wanted to save her marriage, if that would have been written that way, they would have all said, that's Kellyanne Conway, and she would have vehemently denied it. Yeah, or, so or she would have said, oh, that's evidence. just gossip. I don't know yeah. who said that. It's like their way of sending signals for leaking and, and influ- influencing the news. So when you see these stories from these big news sources and every, everyone's saying fake news, fake news, fake news, or anonymous sources, remember, the reporters know who the sources are. They're not anonymous to the, to the reporters. They know who they are. So maybe they're making some of these up, but I think a lot of times it's stuff just like this that they're so, putting off record. Tough, though, because they do have such a bad record of twisting things. They do. You know, they to do. fit their narrative. And they so, do deserve a lot of the crap we give them. Yeah. But just remember, when you see senior official, when you see person familiar with, a lot of times it's the person who was just talking in the previous uh, paragraph. So it happens all the time. What I find fascinating about this is um, that it was in the style section of the Washington Post. Mm-hmm. Um, most people don't know this. I was just thinking yeah. of this story. Right? Mm-hmm. I learned this from Roger Ailes, and it blew <laughs> my mind. He said, what section's that in? I said, what? I don't, it's a style section. He said, that is the administration sending you a message. He was in the, he was in the White House several times. If you ever find news in the Washington Post style section, it's a unspoken agreement between the Post and the White House, according to Roger Ailes, that um, they can break news there because the Washington Post did not want to be an arm of propaganda, but they could send messages in that because it's not news. Mm. So when they talked about Van Jones being fired, we knew a week, two weeks before, because it was in, a, in the style section in a story saying he's about to, he's about to leave. Amazing. Interesting. Top yeah. secrets you'll only find here. Back in a minute. That and because you're in the CIA. <laughs> Up next, enjoy bonus overtime content from the news and why it matters. Available exclusively for podcast listeners and Blaze Premium subscribers. Become a premium subscriber at theblaze.com slash subscribe. All right, people are denaturalizing, Doc? Uh, they may be denaturalized because of the racist racism of oh, President oh, Trump. Oh, no. I mean, no. you know how he believes that all, every single Mexican is a rapist and a murderer. You know that, yeah, right? He, he didn't say that, but... Well, no, he called me and told me that. Oh, okay. no, It's kind of on the... I think he called every Hispanic and told him. Both? Yes. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, yes. Wow. wow. Didn't see Which that coming. Nice. Did not see that coming. <laughs> Hashtag me too, help. <laughs> well, uh, apparently the Trump administration has now... Imagine this, gone after naturalized citizens. They're tracking down naturalized citizens who may have lied on their applications 
and been in the country illegally for a while, possibly committing past crimes. They actually want to denaturalize those people. Oh, Wait, no. Can you imagine that? <laughs> Wait, criminals? So you, no? Yes, exactly yeah, right. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that's right. right. You added on some qualifiers there at the they end mean, with the whole, you know. <laughs> yeah, people have been de that have been naturalized okay. over the past 20 years or so, and they found out that, hey, that they were criminals, maybe violent criminals, lied on their application, lied to authorities, or been in the country illegally. They want to make them denaturalized or take away their citizenship. How dare he do that? No. How dare. Yeah, so they have targeted 2,500 people that probably lied at some point, and they based it on fingerprint technology from uh, fingerprints that they've gathered over the years and then through naturalized citizens, and they linked them up, and they're like, hey, turns out you were in the country prior to you telling us you were in the country, meaning you were here illegally, you lied to us, some of them are criminals. So they said, let's crack down on these people. But of course, since they've targeted these 2,500 and 2,500 out of 350 million people, right? <laughs> that somehow that's racism. Now, on average, they do denaturalize somewhere between 20 and 50 people a year. There's that many cases, but now there's 2,500. And they say that shows his racism. <laughs> Not that they committed a crime. No. Wouldn't we want to know who lied to us? I mean, the bio. Remember, the poem is first they came for the socialists, and I said nothing because I was a socialist. Then they came for the criminals. And I said nothing because I, I, I oh, was so a criminal. Not a criminal, it's not how that works. <laughs> oh. but, but everybody is acting like once you become a naturalized citizen, it's amnesty from any other crime you've committed. <laughs> right, it's no. like if I rob a bank, as long as I make it home in time, I'm like, oh, you can't touch me now. It's, it's home base or something like that. No, if you lie to them, it's still fair game. Yeah, and I, obviously, if it, they're serious crimes, especially, I mean, uh, you know, you'd think that that is going to be a focal point, right? I mean, well, I, none of them have committed serious crimes, though. These are all good, decent, hardworking family they people. They just want a better life. They just want a better life, and you can't you. separate them from their families. Mm -hmm. None of them are, none of them are uh, criminals or bad. People. You know, if they denaturalize uh, them, um, mm -hmm. they may have to do jail time if they're found to be a criminal. That means Trump would be putting them in a cage. Oh, and separating them from their families? Yes, you can't separate do that. them you and putting them in a cage. Tearing them apart. Yeah, you them right you out. can separate American citizens from their families anytime they commit a cages, crime. Though. That's, that's, you can't do that. No, you can't. No. Uh, all right. <laughs> <laughs> Sarah, in case you, you missed know, it, there was a little bit of sarcasm there. A little bit. <laughs> between Pat and Just a little bit. Yeah. I didn't no. detect it. Huh. I didn't get any By of the way, that little bit of sarcasm, too. Huh. What? Unite the Right organizer Jason Kessler had a really huge interview. Yeah, he did. Uh, uh, with another neo-Nazi. Yeah, yesterday and, and uh, then, This is one of my... This, oh, this, this story is so makes good. me so happy. This is so good. Because it shows what total and complete losers these guys are. <laughs> They're discussing, you know, their anti-Jew stuff. And then you... <laughs> You've got a, uh, a, a picture in picture here, and the guy who's in the, the frame at the top uh, left, as we're watching it, has somebody who's angry in his house. Uh, watch what happens. Big Orthodox crosses on their chest, as Dr. Duke likes to point out, is Jewish. The breaking houses are in Israel. Hey, you get out of my room! <laughs> Sorry, I'm having an issue here. Oh, boy. Oh, oh, you got a drunk roommate there? Something like that. Yeah, something like that. It's my dad. Um, uh, I've got uh, uh, somebody who supports Orthodox uh, Israeli. Like, is we're, look, they, we're at a crosshairs on that stuff. Mm -hmm. I don't agree with. There's. Clean your room. I'm going to assume that's apparent there. I'm not sure. Uh, Jason, why are you staying with? You're not staying with an Orthodox Jew, are you? 
No, it's my father. He <laughs> basically the deal is, is my family watches American History Channel. Oh god. Seven, and oh, it's no. constant anti-German propaganda. The Nazis, uh, the the Jews, like, and the dude. I'm I'm stuck in a situation where I have to stay with my family <laughs> because I'm paying for all these so lawsuits, great. and yeah. I can't afford to do that without staying yeah. with my family. Right? But they, they're cucked. They're cucked. He's 34 years old. It's Jason yeah, he's Kessler, a, he's who in a is the situation where he has to. Eight, well, he's got all these lawsuits that he's paying for, and, and you know who's responsible for all of that? Why he has to live with his parents? The Jews, the Jews, exactly. That's <laughs> the reason he doesn't have Jews. money. <laughs> you know? Now, was there any sarcasm there? Or? A lot. Okay. Quite a bit. Thirty-four. <laughs> what about the ching chongs? Yeah, a little bit of that too. Of course, I have that problem in my house, so yeah. that's okay. You know, <laughs> I get a pass. My kids are Asian. It's all right. This guy's the <laughs> organizer of the Unite the Right rally. He lives with his mom and dad. That's not the <laughs> Do we lose some credibility there? A little bit. I think a little bit. Yeah, you're 34 years old. You're in your dad's bedroom in a little discussion with neo-Nazi land. And dad comes up, get out of my room! Turn down that hippie rock and roll! What are you doing in there? Are you consorting with Jews? <laughs> I think like the dad was against. Yeah, the yeah. dad. The dad's yeah. pro Jew. Yeah, yeah he's, he's pro Jew. Well, or maybe just anti Nazi. Yeah, he may not be like you maybe. know, holding, you know, hanging Jew posters up in his <laughs> yeah. room. I don't know how pro Jew, but he's not anti Jew. Such a priceless moment. I would have gone a little different in my house if I'd been living with my parents at 34, uh, yeah. saying uh, anti Jewish propaganda. Dad would have yes. been a little more rough on me. My dad would have picked me up by the seat of my pants and, and thrown, thrown me out, out, out of the house. house. Get the be hell out, out of the house. It's a nice little exclamation point, though, on how much freaking coverage that rally got. Right! I mean, here's this guy in his own freaking... And who he, these people are! <laughs> in his dad's house, in his dad's room, talking Nazi stuff, and then 24 <laughs> people, we get months of coverage about it. I mean, how about the Washington oh. Post headline about the, uh, they said white supremacist rally cost D.C. at least oh. $2.6 million, preliminary estimates show. Okay, so that's over $100,000 Per protester. <laughs> okay? So you could have, I mean, D.C. should have gone to him and said, look, I'll give you 25 grand, just leave. Okay? They would have saved a buttload of money. They, they had, what is it, 3,600 police officers or yeah. 9,300, something like that, police officers in, in line. And they said they had to keep the... Yeah, pull the uh, quote. Put the quote up there. Have it. Unite the right, healthy anniversary, deadly, deadly white nationalist gathering. Oh, in Charlottesville last year, attracted fewer than 40 supporters. Yeah, 24 to be exact. Uh, but law enforcement responded with massive presence to keep the white supremacists physically separated from thousands of counter protesters. It was the Antifa people. Yes, it was the Antifa people that cost them all that but money. But it was the 40 people's fault. Right. They're costing 2.6 million. I mean, and it what? wasn't 40. I mean, right. the, uh, uh, it, was such a, 40. it was such <laughs> a 24, than 40. Right. <laughs> less than 40. It was 24. You could sit there with your donut looking out from the Dunkin' Donuts and going one, two, three, four. You can count the entire crowd. No problem estimating that crowd. <laughs> Uh, Doc, how far-reaching are the effects of climate change? Climate change. I mean, we know all of the, I mean... Deadly catastrophic. Right. As soon as those ice caps melt, you've got the rising. Millions of people Fire, die. Terrible. Forest and, fires. Yeah, terrible. a lot of people have taken that Flooding. serious, but not everybody. Fires. The flat earthers, the science deniers. <laughs> but now we have another problem, a scourge of climate change. Could climate change destroy the Bloody Mary? What? Oh, no. Don't say the that. The Bloody Mary. 
Don't yes, say the, that. the drink. No, yes, wait a exactly. Here. I'm an alcoholic. Do not screw around on <clears throat> stories like this. No, no, I'm sorry. There was a big article at Grub on climate change. Mm. Oh, good at Grub. Grub uh, okay. magazine for I thought you food. were going to say some place that was not reputable. But this so. shows the far-reaching effects of climate change. Man caused climate change that now mm. the Bloody Mary may be affected. And they went down all the ingredients in the Bloody Mary. And they said, for example, tomatoes. Mm. You know, within 60 years, it's possible that we could see a decrease in the number of tomatoes being produced. Oh Possible. God. Within. No. 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 Did you see the weather thing? I tweeted, no. I tweeted a weather thing yesterday. I found it incredible. Local weather guy says, there is a 50% chance that this winter mm -hmm. is going to be normal. Got it. Cold. Mm -hmm. Or really cold. 50% chance. What's the other 50? Well, that it could be normal, <laughs> warm, or really warm. That's not a prediction. That's, That's pretty not, good. What That's is good. that? Mm -hmm. Neither is it possible to have a 50% chance on all three of those possibilities. That's true. You can't do that. Mm -mm. Well, That's you could have a 33.3% chance. No, no, no. No, no, no. Of the 50%, no. though, I think is what he's saying. Oh, okay. 33 and a third of the thing. Uh, now, he went uh, down each of the ingredients. He said, uh, you got tomatoes. They're in jeopardy within the next 100 years, possibly. No. Potatoes and wheat. You make vodka out of that. So you can oh. see that. And you go all the way down. And they get to celery. And they say, uh, celery. Mm. UK scientists have shown that uh, climate change will have no effect on celery. <laughs> oh, that's great. Did you see the, this again, very concerning for, for anybody on the right. Did you see that Facebook and Wikipedia have joined forces to make sure that they stop all fake news about climate change? So Facebook and Wikipedia are now working together to take away any climate deniers, any, any, anybody oh, who's got their gosh. facts wrong. Good, because once oh you take gosh. away the Bloody Mary, I've only got two wow. excuses to drink. Mimosas and sangria. I mean, those are your <laughs> breakfast cocktails, right? How else? I can't order like a highball or something in the morning. That makes me look like an alcoholic, yeah, right? That's you have to hide it. Necessarily. Not necessarily. Not necessarily. <laughs> okay. No, you drink it with style. Oh, totally that's what it is. It's flair. Okay. I don't have enough money to drink it with style. I don't yeah. think. So uh, still drink it out of a bag. Okay. Yeah, a little, you know, a little pinky red up. solo cup. Red <laughs> solo cup with your pinky out. You're fine. Pinky's out. Yeah, got it. All right. So over in London. Right, they they banned guns. They had terror attacks, stuff like that. They banned guns. Knives. They see that the right. They see that the terror attacks continue. Mm -hmm. So then they banned knives, steak knives, mm -hmm. all of those screwdrivers. Mm -hmm. Shockingly, the terrorist attacks still continue. Mm. Um, so we're like, what are you going to do next? Ban cars, and that's what the London mayor wants to do next. <laughs> oh, so he said that he is now considering banning cars from some areas in the Good. city. So, um, now he wants to be careful because you know it is important that people travel. But he's looking at banning. Maybe you could start with like sidewalks and stuff, or uh, running and bike trails. Mm -hmm. If they made that, That's if they made point. it illegal to go cars on sidewalks, then there'd right. be none of these incidents. Well, wait, why don't you just make it illegal mm. to be a terrorist? Mm. Done. Oh my gosh, that's even uh, better. Uh, murder is, people. Isn't it a little like <laughs> going to a doctor and you have lung cancer and he gives you secrets, <laughs> and then. And then he says, well, it's definitely a lot lung cancer. And you're like, everybody says that it's cancer. I'll give you a little chemotherapy. And the hair falls out, and he's like, oh, see, you needed Propecia. That's what it is. You need Propecia. They will, they're not allowing the doctor to diagnose. They're, 
they're giving secrets to everything, every possibility, until it's like, well, we should just ban all people that don't agree with the terrorists that they're trying to kill. So if you aren't a Muslim, we're going to ban you. And that will stop terrorism. <laughs> I think potato peelers next and possibly cheese slicers. Mm. Okay. You could do some damage with those. those. Are, already, mm. those are those covered under the knife band? I don't, I don't think know. they are. We should mention this, this segment is brought to you by Sucrets. By the way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, see how you had people buying Sucrets okay. <laughs> craving Sucrets, and now you've just blown it. All right, remember to uh, tweet us your comments and questions using the hashtag TheBlazeY. I love this one. Peculiar Baptist said, given the current political climate, you may need to change the name of the show to LOL Nothing Matters. So, <laughs> yes. Glimmer of Hope, there um, you go, mm-hmm. brought to you by a Peculiar Baptist. Yesterday's, I actually like that. Yeah, yesterday's poll, I mean, we're not actually going to change the name to LOL Nothing Matters. <laughs> yes, Give it a couple days. <laughs> it's a, don't, don't listen to her. It's the little lady speaking out. The men will decide what's going on. <laughs> I deal with this every day. Like, seriously, every day. Yeah. And she keeps us, And she keeps us putting us in our place every day we seem to lose. Mm-hmm. That is the way it works. <laughs> yeah. Yesterday's poll results, uh, how do you feel about the midterms after last night's primaries? 73% said confident. 27% of you are a little concerned. Uh, and today's poll... <laughs> so there's a 50% chance that they'll go normal, really bad, or worse. Yes. Is that right? Yeah. Okay, good, Just like good. the weather. Uh, today's poll, President Trump's military parade uh, was originally estimated to cost $12 million, and it's now expected to carry a price tag of $92 million. Come on. Do Creating you, jobs. Do Creating you approve no. of your tax dollars going toward no. a military parade? That better be 100% no. It will not be. It will I not promise be. You. I promise you. It I, shouldn't be $12 million. They're now saying $95 million. This is uh, this is That's an abomination. Once this is crazy. This audience, I think you'd get a very good you know, high number on that. But that once it gets to social media, people will uh, will be voting like crazy and it will wind up being a... Uh, I try. I mean, I made sure to phrase it in a way that... You're go- remember, it's your tax dollars. Right. It's, mm-hmm. it's not just imaginary money. You're like, trying. let's spend someone else's money. It's your tax dollars mm-hmm. that are... going to matter. It's actually not. LOL, nothing matters. LOL, yeah, nothing no, matters. It's actually LOL. not your... T- it's not your tax dollars. It's your grandchildren's tax dollars. Mm-hmm. Yes. You know, right. even if they haven't been born yet, yes. they'll be paying for that. Actually, program. it's China's money, and we all hate China it's apparently now. It's China's so, grandchildren, so, right? LOL, nothing matters. See you Monday. <laughs> like what you're hearing? Become a Blaze Premium subscriber and watch the show anytime, anywhere, live or on demand. Go to theblaze.com slash subscribe and start watching today.